Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. I'm joined by my good friend Krishna Kumar, fondly called as KK. We are doing this series on fatherhood. Today we are going to discuss how we learn about fatherhood. Hope you find it interesting. Hello KK, welcome to the conversation. Hi Joseph, glad to be back once more. <laughs> Let's start with this, KK. Who are your role models? Last series, last episode, we talked about our fathers. Yeah. And I'm sure our fathers are our role models. Right. For our, because we, we watch them closely. Yeah. Are there any other role models from where you learned about fatherhood, about parenting, any other role models? Yeah. So it goes like this, right? Like, of course, uh, like you said, our fathers are going to be our role models. I mean, in both good and bad ways. One of the thing also is if, if I were to be, I mean, now that I am a father for two kids. So some of the things that I think of is, okay, what are the things that my father did to me, which I liked, plus what are the things that I felt was missing or which I would have wanted to happen, but it was not there for various reasons. And can I fill those gaps? Uh, right. So. That could be mm. a way to for me to start with. And the times also have changed. So I grew up in mid-80s, late 90s, the entire uh, 80s and 90s generation. So that time, the, the approach to parenting, all of that was mostly on uh, mothers, right? Like most of the times at home, uh, mothers were the ones who were there like to take care of the kids and uh, fathers used to come and work and provide for and things like that. But... Uh, there were influences, of course, and they were, we, we learned uh, from what our fathers did to us. So that's one sort of a role model. And the way I look at parenting, that's the uh, thing. But beyond that, of course, I look at a lot of people, right? Like in my friend circle, uh, people in my network, people at work. So all of those people contribute. Some of them actively, more actively contribute because they share more. Because that is something which I feel in the even in the workplace, uh, because you have so m you spend a lot of time at work. We also talk about multiple other things beyond work, right? Like, so those mm. conversations mm. Uh, really has helped me. I mean, even though this was not a very structured approach, right? Like we don't get into a meeting saying that, okay, today I'm going to discuss about my kids. I mean, <laughs> we go to a meeting to <laughs> for uh, reviewing a task or whatever it could be, right? But uh, it could start with my manager talking about her kid doing this painting class. I mean, has joined this painting class and how she is getting involved in that painting class, things like that. So it could be as small as that. It could start from there. I think that is something which is happening now. And it also depends upon different organizations and the managers and the colleagues that you work with, the peers that you have at workplace. Because I think the whole environment also should be like that. Like uh, we have worked in multiple organizations. Some are more free and freedom to talk and things like that so but yeah. yeah i think that that's that is something which i look forward to one of the person which i look forward to also is you <laughs> so i want to understand right as a master for me like what do you think how, how has your parenting style has worked because you are way advanced in the journey compared to me because of the number of years just from that point of view i would say but also you're more evolved from my point of view that when it comes to parenting, you are more evolved in my view. Yeah. Maybe because of the gray hair that you have. <laughs> but what about? 
So I, I liked what you said, KK, not, not only the last part, but we learned the good and the bad from our parents, from our pay, uh, dad, what they did, what we liked, what they didn't do, or even what they did, which one that we didn't like, and then probably we shouldn't do. So I think when we sit down to, to analyze, to reflect back, I think that's where we learn a lot. more than reading books and talk to others and everything it's all fine which which is consume consumption of the information but only when we reflect we will know what we should take it what we should apply and then so on and so forth for me in addition to my dad that this particular reflective practice helped me a lot obviously as i said initially my dad was a very very strict disciplinarian which part of it i liked which part of it i should implement i still want to be a i want to bring my kids in a disciplined manner but how the discipline has to be is something that i think about a lot for me another role model is i was lucky enough after i graduated out of college i was in chennai for 3 months i stayed in my friend's house so i so in addition to my parents i had the opportunity to observe somebody else's parents very very close manner especially i liked his mother her, her name is sheila i loved how she parented their kids her kids in in general i liked but i'm going to tell you one episode one anecdote that happened which kind of i mean obviously as you would know it was well before i got married i was even thinking about marriage and everything it was straight out of college but that incident was fresh in my mind and i said this whenever i become a dad whenever i become a parent this is how i want to bring them my kids so i'll give you that so we were there and we were young and my friend and i his name is arun my friend and i we were supposed to go to a retreat place to see the place and then come back so there were three of us mervin arun and myself and somehow his mom and arun is the only one who had the bike so somehow arun's mother said you know decipher that we will go three in bike which we should not go so she said arun don't go three in bike here is the money for auto take the auto and go and we met all the three of us we met and we teased him oh come on what arun we should all go it will be fun and he forced him to come we went we saw the place we finalized everything we came back this is what showed me what parenting is he came back as soon as he entered the house as soon as he saw his mom and he is also like you know i mean 22 at that particular time right as soon as he saw his mom he said mom sorry we went three triples in bike wow, wow. that was <laughs> like i mean she didn't yell she didn't raise her voice nothing she didn't even ask did you go triples in he could have hidden it from her yeah but i said how much she would have brought them up in love discipline what the family values are honesty is important how much she would have brought it up that my friend would just see her and admit that he was wrong 
I said there is a lot that has gone on behind. Yeah. If I, whenever I became my, <laughs> whenever I became a father, this is how I want to bring my kids so that they will. I don't have to be there. I don't have to yell at them. I don't have to beat them. I don't have to do any of those kinds of forceful things. But they themselves will come out and be honest. And if they cannot be honest with me as a dad, they can never be honest with anybody else. Very true. Very true, Joseph. Yeah. So I think that incident shaped my thinking. So the, again, that is only a manifestation of everything that has gone behind, right? Oh. So I said I, I started thinking about it. I talked to her, and as I said, you know, I stayed there for about uh, three months. I, as long as I was in Chennai, I was in touch with her. Uh, again, these are all pre-Facebook, pre-WhatsApp era. So I lost touch in with her, but. that incident i learned a lot so so if i am evolved as as newton said probably i am standing on the shoulders of a lot of these people so i observe i note down i reflect and say okay how should i do it so mm. i would say from a role model perspective my dad and sheila aunty is is what i would say as ironically from from a mother i learned how to be a good father <laughs> yeah because i think there is nothing nothing wrong about it or i think that's something uh, we can all learn from each other multiple people i mean respect for the role somebody is playing the inspiration can come from anywhere and i think this is a good very good uh, thing i i want to touch upon one thing that you uh, said mm. in the office also we discussed which is very true and there has to be openness in the office there has to be space in the office to to discuss non office things personal things as well but how much of that is helping us and how much of that is is putting pressure on us okay <clears throat> yeah that's also again interesting coming back to i mean just to reference the past episode also right like we spoke about this right like in the kids school somebody kid is mm. doing something like our kid get influenced or we are in the receiving and some some cases so yes i think at workplace i mean it's not just workplace i would say across right like in your friend mm. circle also this could apply in your among your network also this could apply so it's more i would consider that as a more generic question also i think it influences a lot in this current scenario because i would say two things right like one is yeah because in a way we are all in the same level you can see from an economic condition standpoint to to large extent right like we are working in the same company to to some extent there are some synergies between each of the team members and so there is some sort of going to be i think the pressure or good or bad uh, for that matter so some of the things that we can take actually to implement like in your case like what you did from shilanti but again we also need to look at the journey that we have had versus uh, somebody else has had why they have doing certain things mm. some of the things because of the virtual world right like because now in the current situation a lot of colleagues are also work more virtual so we also don't know a lot about their actual environment in which they are also operating for example people living in bangalore versus people living in coimbatore for example these could be two different cities two different exposure to the kid and uh, to the parent so i think there should be some line in which we should draw boundaries that i would say because not everything we can emulate and practice the other point which i wanted to do talk about also is the role of society in the, at, at large right like for example 
when i was growing up mm. in the locality that we were there i grew i grew up in gandhi museum campus in madurai which is which is a fairly large campus and only the employees of that organizations were having a quarters so there were about like 30 35 families so everyone knew who my father is who i am and almost like 35 40 families know their fathers know mothers know everyone knows and they all also took care of me in some way or the other right like for mm. example if we were straying off like outside of the campus and somebody in the main roads and things like that someone's father would be coming and he would actually chide us and say that okay go in and it's not okay to be here things like that i mean sometimes it was like in a in a in a in a manner in which i can see like 40 fathers you can also say right like 40 people or something like that were looking upon us so some of the things also got like like in your case your friend's father mother influence those those situations also factored in i would say so i think these are two things which i think we need to be aware of that society thing i am not sure if there is something like that now because at least i don't see that in the current <clears throat> metro life and other things because even though we may be living in the same apartment we may be sharing lot of things compared to the previous generation or the the way that we grew up in but nobody takes responsibility i would say i mean at least the percentage of people who are owning <clears throat> other kids i i think that is coming down so so that's not a very good trend i would say what do you think yeah. joseph i also lived in a quarters my mom was working in a school and it was in a portrest harbor and all of the offices and everybody they had this quarters so so as you said there there were quite a lot of people you know it was a community and the community could be they can all come together either for church events or a temple events or even that township events all of that they will come together so there was a sense of belonging when you are growing up you know you are not alone but today even though you might be living in an apartment or in a township wherever it could be we don't go and talk to neighbors there is there is no community feeling there is no belongingness everybody is there and even when there are events so for example for diwali or christmas or or any of those events that are there even then they all come together they dance they participate and then they go back and that's it like you know there is a there is a yeah. one arm distance you stay there i stay here and even so i mean the, the point that you say when we grew up the the father or mother of another maybe another church family let's say for example they had the rights to correct us even when we would come and tell our parents exactly. they would our own parents would actually be okay with it today it is yep. more like if at all you would say something you know why are you telling about my uh, kids my <laughs> kids are okay they are all fine and then next time onwards you are not saying that right yeah so i see this more and more secluded uh, one so in in a way it is good because there is also not a pressure from the society and uncles and aunts are not dictating what needs to be done so that is good thing but on the another thing i see that feeling of community feeling yeah. of belongingness has gone away and given space to that individual thing i know what i want i will go and do what i want and so on and so forth 
again i don't know which one is right or which one is wrong all that i'm saying is this is a changing uh, thing which again puts pressure both for kids as well as for parents in general but fathers in uh, uh, specific is that almost disciplining a kid raising a kid properly falls squarely on parents the parents now, yep. it is it is not about the society the society is probably they will condemn but they are not yeah. even coming to help they will criticize and 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 so on and so forth but there is not much of a help that is one two at least in my case in your case um, your mom and your in-laws are working staying with you but in my case we have been alone for very very long time mm-hmm. we have been traveling around my parents are willing to come but then there is a cold here the, mm-hmm. the, the the winter and summer could be extreme Extreme, so yeah. my parents did come here for quite some time but they couldn't so the point is we have been alone yeah now the 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 responsibility falls squarely on us so then you are only doing it so i as i uh, said i don't know whether it is right or wrong what is good and bad but that's what the changing situation is but joseph just on that point right like i just wanted to stretch little further because i think this is more important although i have a little strong feeling that you are not taking a view, i mean you are kind of from what i see you are taking a balanced view but i have a little strong feeling that okay that was what we had was much better than what we are now because that i feel is because there are so many people to rely on that community and belongingness all of that also is important to bring us a whole individual right like because we trust a lot of people now because of these scenarios there are side effects uh, which also are leading to trust issues right like whom you trust i mean we can go i mean people who uh, grew up there uh, we can walk up to a stranger and say that uncle uh, i'm i'm lost and can you drop me at my place i'm not sure like whether we we will be in a situation as parent to even allow our kids to do that i mean go go to that extreme and i don't think our kids are also in a situation where they will take that leap of faith and because a lot of conditioning is happening now seeing that strangers are not so good and so many other things right it's not just we are telling but uh, there's whole lot of ecosystem that breeds that sort of an ideology uh, so what do you what do you think from this stronger so, viewpoint what are your thoughts see i think i think it happened because we stayed with the same families for a very very long time you lived in that community and i'm sure out of that 40 that you talked about 35 of them would have been for their for a very very long time in the quarters that i lived True. yeah almost everybody that i knew they were there for 20 years or so 20 years mm. that we lived in that particular uh, place uh, we knew everybody and we participated in their family functions they participated in our family functions they knew about us where we are studying what we are yeah. uh, going and all of those kinds of stuff right so in that particular sense the trust is a lot more easier to make because you have seen them all the while hmm. today even if you live in an apartment it's all a migrant crowd they come in they take up a job they are there for 2 years then they are gone somebody else is coming in you are moving out and then so on and so forth so in that particular sense it is difficult to make a trusting trusted connections and you are also right i am sure uh, it would be the same thing with you on saturdays and sundays probably the most of our time were spent outside the home 
we were either playing somebody else's house in a library wherever we were not at home and i do think our parents were worried that we'll get lost or yeah i mean they might get lost but they'll come back because there are people they they are not going to be kidnapped see one of the thing is them being kidnapped the kids being kidnapped or kids being lost or kids not being able to come home was not even a concern in a in a close community today if my son does not return in 30 minutes i am like yeah. what what is going to happen true <laughs> right so 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 that is there i think that the, the trust issue is because of that and today we are not letting our kids go out and play again because of the trust issue but where what i was saying is sometimes that community could be the community conditioning could be choking mm, for especially okay. for kids mm, for mm. kids to find their own individuality there has to be a space that has to be given but if 40 which is like you know 80 eyes 40 parents are looking i mean 40 fathers are looking 80 eyes are looking they are going to have a hard time to develop on their own they are going to feel that constraint all the time so i think that is why i'm saying there has to be a space if there is a space it has to be there and and in my case i live in a different uh, city i do live in a community but then again everybody is very different so there is not much of a belongingness the sense of belongingness so my kids have a space to grow by themselves to identify who they are but at the same time i also miss that that kids are get not getting that belongingness that not they are not getting that particular so so it it i think what i have come to understand anything that you take is a double edged sword it goes both ways <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah interesting so, so the the yeah the other point that i also want to say is see fatherhood is so important we are not taught about it at all we see you and i probably we are interested and i'm sure there are a lot of listeners who are interested so they will learn about it from a book and so on and so forth there is no workshop that is happening there are no sessions that are happening on fatherhood in in schools and colleges we don't talk about it teach about it none zero and that is going to have an effect on the, and like at least earlier there were there was a family and a multi generational family were living together or like like yeah. in your case and my case we lived in a community where there were grandparents and great grandparents so they went yeah. and saw we learned from them all of those kinds of stuff but today we are all alone yeah <laughs> and unless otherwise we learn so i i sometimes think i i t- uh, talk a lot about that to my uh, boys is that we don't learn about fatherhood or parenting at all in our uh, school and colleges school and colleges yeah and then we come out and we don't have anything to to stand upon lean upon is is what i would say what do you think about it how are you learning about <laughs> the challenges of uh, fatherhood <laughs> yeah so <laughs> challenges come all the day <laughs> all the time so most of the times it's <laughs> and, and and they are they are different every day <laughs> they are different every day like in uh, cricket right it's like googlies and bouncers <laughs> that come off your way and true, sometimes true, true. you 
sometimes you duck and sometimes you face sometimes it it gets uh, hit uh, so all sort of experience happen so most of the times joseph unfortunately the sad reality is it's more of learning by doing so what i mm. would say um and then yeah talking to friends and then yeah sometimes or things like that um or it also depends upon what sort of a personality individual you are also as right like mm. whether you are more outgoing whether you are more extrovert that sort of a bucket also you can say right like you share a lot of things about your family and fits to people probably they will also open up and they will also share and the things like that so it also about what sort of a person you are also that will determine what's the sort of inputs that you will get but very specifically to answer i think it's more of learning by doing talking to some of the mm. close friends circle um and some people in the network like some seniors like seniors in the sense somebody who has already raised uh, i mean they are they are much ahead in, my, in the journey I, on that particular point i want to not, not the senior mothers the, the point that you were talking about when you are talking to seniors or when you are talking to even your colleagues do you seek for advice or or how does because the conversation for me has never been okay. about seeking advice it is almost always about whining and complaining <laughs> <laughs> so okay. so, so is it is it more about sharing your challenges and oh my god this is what is happening and they will say oh this is what is my happening or or anytime you have sought advice at least i mean now you ask this sort of a question so <laughs> i think it's it usually starts like okay i may not start with complaining more at this point of time because some of the things i mean i don't think my kids have gone to that stage where they have put me in that spot mm. to complain because they are still young and very naive actually so anything they are doing it's more of ignorance and being not aware because at a 4 year 5 year old they are not well aware and they're still very young actually so not in that complaining mode yet but yeah i would start sharing with what happens and this is the sort of reaction my, maybe my daughter gave to me when i said this thing sort of a thing right like this sort of thing maybe i share and yeah with friends okay they may see that okay this is quite normal or maybe in this case maybe your response was something which would have been the reason for her to behave this way things like that because it's still uh, very young for me in the journey is what i am thinking and uh, yeah so sometimes i think uh, mothers are more mature in the sense uh, i think people who like people senior professionals right like mothers uh, who are already there right like maybe they would have already uh, having a 12 year or 15 year old kids with them so from what you are saying that anecdote also i think they have lot to offer in, in our case also in my case also sometimes when i talk to some of my old colleagues who are much senior in the roles but i think they have a different perspectives and that is more useful for me actually that has been true. been more useful to me even before i started the journey sometimes yeah so that is how i am learning uh, joseph so <laughs> there is no yeah five point rule to <laughs> new father <laughs> sort of a thing <laughs> chicken soup for uh, fathers yeah so i think once we get to that stage we can be a best selling author i say yeah. i mean that's the point of this particular conversation also i mean you and i we talked about it the the point of this particular conversation also hopefully it forms some basis 
it may not solve all the problems it may not answer all the questions but at least if if it forms some basis i think we would have done whatever we wanted to achieve on that particular friend see the other so just, thing yeah no, just i wanted to say one thing is i think two things we should say do is one is spend more time with kids because unfortunately um mm. traditionally fathers have not spent a lot of time with kids and then second is sometimes it's more about listening than talking to them also i think observing listening would be much i think much needed traits and i feel some of the some of the things that you you start learning also is being patient being curious actually <laughs> because my my daughter has started asking a lot of questions so like why the sky is blue why stars come only mm. in the night so that sort of thing mm. right like she's in that phase so it again spring that curiosity right like these are something which we have got bored of things and we we don't even it doesn't even matter now to us like but these are things that also helps us in our professions for example right like so i would say that curious about little things even small things right like oh, small things matter so these are things which also i am starting to learn and i think listening observing more than talking can be also a good way to i mean time your <laughs> yeah very true kk any relationship for that matter even with friends it matters a lot but then with kids it is even more because one they are whether it is in that particular age that you are talking about as as your daughter or say for example my son 13 years old uh, in that age also they're also trying to understand the world look at the world they're trying to navigate in the world so they have a lot of questions they are they have a lot of curiosity about why something is happening why somebody is reacting in some way and so on and so forth so they are asking a lot of questions traditionally as you rightly said fathers do not spend a lot of time with kids we think our job is to earn money and then kind of if we get closer we may not really i mean the kids may not really listen to us they may not obey to us and so on and so forth i think i think in my opinion that is wrong the more bond that you make as as a example that i gave about sheila andy the 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 more bond that you make you don't even have to discipline them they will grow up disciplined if you have that particular family values and everything right True. the okay. other thing yeah the other thing that i wanted to uh, tell was especially with respect to uh, fathers we do not men in general we do not seek advice nowadays there is google maps but otherwise it used to be said men do not ask for directions because we are we are afraid of asking any kind of an advice any kind of suggestions from anybody but but in my case in addition to sheila aunty i have asked questions to people who are elder to me mm, mm. Uh, elder in the sense not just from an age but also from a journey point of view i would go yeah. and ask them should i teach them multiple languages Mm. what do you think about it how did your parent how did your kids uh, come up and and so on and so forth so i was specifically asking questions yeah. and that gave me quite a bit of you know knowledge so to speak to to come up into that any yeah. any closing thoughts on this how we can learn about fatherhood kk <laughs> i think that's a closing thought so joseph i would say 
I don't think there is anything, anything like that to, to my knowledge that we can, okay, this is a course or this is a book that we can do and uh, read and uh, we get to that. At least at this point of time, it's more of learning by doing and being more of an observer uh, and seeker. Like now you have said about these advice and other things. So seeking thoughts from others who are already ahead of us in this journey. So probably those are two, three things that I would say is going to be really useful for any aspiring fathers or who are already in the journey. From everything that we have discussed, again, many of these things are coming unscripted. Mm-hmm. We only think about the, the themes and then we go on as a casual conversation. From everything that you have discussed, what I am observing is, one is that we ourselves allow to be self-aware. Right. What we liked growing up, what we did not like growing up and so on and so forth. So we need to be self-aware. That's That's the first point. Second, I would say we need to pick and choose role models, whether in our friend circle, whether it is in our colleague circle in the corporate office or in our society and everything. So we need to pick and choose the role models and do not hesitate to ask questions. Ask questions. How did this happen? How did that happen? What do you think about this? And and so on and so forth. And as, as you rightly said, learn by doing. Patiently listen, spend time, listen to the kids. I think that's a great point. In in this 30 minutes of the conversation, if I were to pick one particular segment, that would be that. That we need to spend a lot of time with our kids. And as as a father, we need to spend a lot of time. It can be at home. It could be taking them somewhere. In my case, I jog with my son. That's one hour of spending time with them every single day. So so we need to spend uh, time. That's a very good practice, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's like, I mean, I would say we need to, if at all, we want to be a good fathers, I think we need to spend a lot of time with our kids. Lovely. That's a good point that you made. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that we are ending with that particular note. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you liked it, please subscribe and share the conversation with others. And if you have any further questions on fatherhood, or any observations on how our conversation are happening, please feel free uh, to send it to us. We will put all the links of how to contact us on the description. Please share them with us. Thank you. Have a life of wins.